Jonathan Portis, Professor of Economics at King's College London and author of the book, What Do We Know and What Should We Do About Immigration? Good morning, Professor Portis. The specific issue here is when a worker is highly skilled but paid below £30,000 a year and how that will affect EU workers in the future. How do you think it should be handled after Brexit? Um, Well, I think uh, that... The government has pledged to introduce a points-based system. But if you look at points-based system around the, that actually are in operation in Australia, Canada or New Zealand, for example, um, they do have flexibility. It is not just a question of salary thresholds. You have to respond to what the market is saying in terms of what employers businesses and public services want. So I think the key thing will be there will have to be some sort of salary threshold. If it is to work, though, it will probably have to be lower than 30,000 and it will probably have to be flexible, not just on a sectoral basis, but also on a regional basis, because, of course, salaries vary considerably across the country and what may be appropriate for London may not be appropriate for Scotland or Newcastle. 21,000 is what the Russell Group of Universities is suggesting that the threshold is lowered to, which would potentially significantly increase the number of people eligible uh, to come here as a highly, on a highly skilled visa. Um, that's right. Uh, that would lead to a significant increase. Of course, remember, you don't automatically, you, you still need a job offer. You still need an employer, a business or a public service who wants to employ you, who thinks there is a job needs to be done and that you can do that job. It's not a question of simply letting in anybody who shows up and wants to come in. But the, the government speaks very favourably of the Australian points-based system. Could we not essentially import that, mirror it exactly? Well, the Australian points-based system works pretty well for Australia. Remember, Australia lets in considerably more immigrants, considerably more more economic migrants relative to population than we do, and also does that partly as an objective of increasing the population. Australia wants to increase in population. It wants skilled people to come, not just for a few years, but to come and to live in Australia and make Australia their home. Now, I do think (coughs) that should be part of our objective, but it's not the only objective. We are a very different sort of island, island to Australia. One thing I do think we can get usefully from Australia, though, is the idea of regional preference. Uh, So Australia specifically gives preference to people who come and are prepared to live in particular areas of the country um, so as as to increase the population in areas like outside Sydney and Melbourne that are already doing quite well. And I think we could usefully have that sort of flexibility that allowed, for example, Scotland and Wales to have some influence over who they take in, as well as the country as a whole. It sounds like there's quite a lot of complexity in working that out, and there isn't a lot of time. This new system would supposedly have to be in from January next year. I don't know anybody who um, works on immigration policy who thinks it's realistic to have a system, fully-fledged new system, up and running by January of next year. Remember, employers like mine, King's College, we do not hire people two weeks in advance. We hire people some months in advance. So employers will need to know by the summer what the system looks like, and I think that's really not realistic. Professor Portis, thank you very much.